Welcome back to the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. It's almost Christmas time. You're ready to hang out with your family. But before you do that, you got to listen to the year in review. That's the most important thing you need to do today. And so today, Greg and I, we sat around and we went through every episode we did. Which ones were our favorites? Which ones we learned a lot from? All that kind of thing. And so there it is out there for you. But before we go any further... This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Energy Focus. Energy Focus is a leader in LED lighting technology, Greg. Yeah, and, and more than that, they're also a unique company in that they're, they're taking issues head on that others aren't. Like Flicker Free, man, they're the, they're the top dogs in that. They actually took that under control and owned it and figured it out and have made a whole business out of it. So you got to give them hats off to that. Today, we want to talk about their Red Cap Emergency Battery Backup Tube. I don't know if you remember when we were in China in 2014, they had some of these things sticking around, but none of them were UL listed and approved, and nothing really came over until Energy Focus did it. They're the first UL approved integrated battery backup T-LED, an LED tube. And it, it's 140 lumens per watt. It it's a type B where you don't need the ballast anymore. So if you run into a trough or fixture that has an emergency ballast that fires one of the tubes or all of the tubes at a certain level, you cut that thing out and you put one of these in or however many of these you need in, they're 1500 lumens per, and now you've got emergency lighting without the expensive emergency ballast. It's a five-year warranty, uh, consumes less energy than traditional emergency lighting systems. In other words, this is the one to go to. They, they've got it done right, the red cap. Go to energyfocus.com. That's E-N-E-R-G-Y-F-O-C-U-S.com, energyfocus.com, man. Check them out. And, of course, the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. That's N-E-I-L-D.org, baby, nail.org. Check us out. Convention's coming up April 19th to 22nd in Biloxi, Mississippi. Come on down and hang out with the lighting peeps. But for right now, you got the year in review coming at you. Boom. What's up, Greggy? How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, good. You know what's funny about, uh, so we've named the years. Last year was the year of the warranty pig, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this year, it's funny because I was thinking about all sorts of stuff. And um, This year being 2020. Tw- yeah, the coming year, 2020. And I was like, yeah. last year, like people were talking about health effects. We're going to have like productivity from health effects. And then there was a lot of negative. That was kind of negative to me. And then there was a lot of negative negativity in the lighting industry. Like Detroit's lights burned all out and then there was like warranty and people are nervous and companies are going out of business and the big three changing their names and a lot of bad stuff in the lighting industry. I think we're done. I think 2020 in the lighting business is the year of the monkey off our backs. You know what? The, the, I was thinking about this. We didn't talk about this at all before. And my thought on it is, is we talked about how the industry is going through all this shakeup. And and I my my I wrote down this is the year of the uh, the final countdown or the final shakeout or after this year twenty twenty one is going to be new so we're on the same page is twenty twenty one the year of the monkey off our backs then no no I I think I think this is the final like getting all this stuff off our bed is the final shakeup like I don't know if it's quite off yet the final countdown (laughs) 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 right. Yeah, exactly. That's the song that was going in my head. I'm like, that's what 2020 feels like is going to be to me. It's already starting to kind of build up to that. And then it's just like, all right, everybody's getting figured stuff figured out. I don't swear on this podcast. <laughs> and they're getting their stuff figured out. 
And then 2021 is going to be the new lighting industry, whatever that is. So it's the year of the monkey off our backs. All right. So this is the year in review now. Well, we're going to, that's, let's propose the name, the final countdown. The final countdown. (laughs) That is, that is like the ultimate 80s tune. Like the ultimate hair song 80s tune means nothing. It, like the, the right. lyrics mean nothing. <laughs> the, have you seen the video? The guy comes out all weird. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. I'm going to have to make a music video on this. Oh, huh? man. <laughs> Woo. The final countdown. 57 was Ellis Yawn. Ellis Yawn is back. The king did return, Greg. He did. So we're reviewing every episode we did. We're going to sum it up here. And, um, and we're going back to January of 2019, so it's going to be hard to remember some of them. But Ellis Yan was always memorable. He yeah. is a, a, the king of lighting. He came back, and it was interesting to have a good discussion with him about what he's planning to do. So we actually had two with him. Uh, 58, uh, The next one. Yeah, you do it. You do this yeah, one, that's then a I'll Li-Fi. do the next one. Li-Fi, Game Changer Niche Product. That was with Randy Reed, who's also a more than one-time guest that we've had. Yes. Um what do we still we after this we had a few additional uncertain. Li-Fi ones. I still think Li-Fi is uncertain. Still uncertain. Yeah, I mean, I think there is some potential for it in certain applications. We talked about airplanes, buses, things like that. Yeah, might, might be niche. Sense. Might be niche. It depends yeah. on the Internet of uh, IoT of things. Um, sure. This is my favorite podcast I've ever done in the lighting show. Biases in the lighting issue. What, the 59. next one. Yeah, fifty nine. Biases. That was a good lighting. one. That was my favorite one. I felt like there was so many great one-liners out of that. Just for me, like I, I that's an actual podcast I've watched a couple times and just went, man, I'm pretty freaking good at this. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I, like, that, I hate that's to say where you, that, but. that was related to that book you had, right? Yeah, Some yeah. of the biases. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought it was interesting because it did, it tied that in and it made a lot of sense to me. I didn't know anything about different types of biases before that, so. Real good discussion there. Chauffeur deep dive. That's when we got a little nerdy on the lighting. We got dove into it and said, all right, let's talk about troffers, LED, char- not LED, just troffers in general, what the me- term means, all of that, and dive into it so that you can always go back to it. So that's what that discussion was. Yeah, you know series. what? The the audience is kind of mixed on those, on the deep dives. You know, sometimes yeah. they're popular and sometimes they aren't. It's funny. Right. Some people that already have dove in don't care about it, but others that are trying to get into it, trying to figure it out, that was for them. Show some love, Greg. Ooh. Show some love. Yeah. What was that one about? <laughs> that was with Louvers? Louvers? Louvers oh, International. Louvers. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That was a fun night. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a good yeah. podcast. Those are sure good it was. guys. Yeah. And Devin it was and uh, yeah. something that we don't get into a lot is but lenses are still important to lighting maybe more so than ever an led on its own is nasty you need to lens that thing for sure so we had a good discussion and also louvers also has a product in the progress report they've had a product every year in it so they're not just about lenses man they also make good fixtures and they have innovative solutions there uh nailed member too uh 62 Mm -hmm. where connected lighting makes sense i think you know i mean the sports fields, it, that's an obvious one to me, and I still think it—I still think it's the number one application for the IoT of things. I was just thinking about that the other night. I, I mentioned that the only sport field lighting I ever did is in the community I live where I coach football. We did our youth football field, and it's such a pain in the ass to go in and 
hit breakers and give people keys to do it. Put an app on that thing. Put That's coming next for thing. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, connected lighting to end users. So that was with um, Signify. Obviously a company that is really taking the next step in the lighting industry. They're, they're diving into the whole connected IoT lighting uh, purchasing companies, you know, growing that. They're getting into Li-Fi. So good discussion. They're fighting patent wars. Doing uh, everything. <laughs> Uh, everything the lighting companies do now. And then we did another exterior deep dive, which was fun. You know, I, I think the number one thing about exterior, that if you're listening to this and you're a lighting dork and you're going around selling light bulbs to outdoor, print out the Google map, man. It's so easy. In fact, you can eat, sometimes you can quote up. from Google Earth. So right. take, take your right time. Your little, little map, you do different symbols, you can put a square, a star, whatever, call it whatever you need to. Mm-hmm. Makes it easy to refer back to. The high bay deep dive. So we did a couple deep dives, and Jason from ILP said, hey, I want to get in there and talk to high bays with you. And he said, yeah, that's a great idea. Because his company, ILP, is all about high bays, and we had a good discussion on everything that goes into the high bays. Mm-hmm. What, Jason? Recessed can deep dive. You know what? There's still a lot of CFL recessed cans out there, man. Lots. There, there are, and in places you wouldn't always expect, mm-hmm. like that are on 24-7. Yeah, for like, sure. I can't believe they're still rolling... Plug in CFLs. QT18 slash 41K. Come on, son. <laughs> right. Get that out of there. Everything can was, be LED, Greg. Everything can be. And that's our discussion we had with Dan from GE is that basically every light source that's out there is now uh, made in LED or an equivalent is made in LED. There's a few set applications where it doesn't always make sense. Like 95%, everything can be. 99%, something like that, yeah. For sure. sure. Next one, lighting saves lives. That was with Bill Warren. That guy is awesome. We could have talked to him forever. And, and uh, you know, I always love reading his articles in the IES magazines. And the guy who's been around a long time, real smart, good discussion we had with him. Embrace that miniature. You know, I haven't fully embraced it yet. I haven't. I, I'm starting to. I'm, I'm, you know, after that podcast we had with, um, uh, Emery Allen, I started to look at it, miniatures now and say, you know what? We can make those LED. They yeah, have just about everything. Yeah, you know, I, I just haven't embraced it yet. That's the only part. I do it, but I haven't fully, I haven't gotten the full hug. It's like, I'm, I'm kind of like with Sign Hero came out. Still kind of like Signs, but now I'm full Sign Hero. But, you know, it's like, haven't fully embraced that miniature. No. I'll get you to embrace sin. Lighting is a superpower. That was with Melissa Stickford, who is somebody who, we've gotten some email communication uh, as a fan of the show, and she had a good, or we had a good discussion on that and how much lighting can affect people. She had a personal story that she shared with us, and I thought, I thought that was yeah. Good well, Melissa's a wonderful girl, um, mm-hmm. a southern, a true southern belle, and yeah. uh, and you know it was fun to have someone like that on who's just you know a little bit does engages in lighting a little bit differently from us, but then still looking at those high level issues. Always fun to do that, for sure. Wading in with Tina Halfpenny. Tina. At the DLC convention. Always important to talk to the executive director of the DLC. That was one of our, um, I think it was our second discussion with her since we started the podcast. And a uh, great, great thing. And what waiting in means is that DLC is ready to kind of go to the next level and not just look at energy efficiency, but quality of light. But they're also taking their that. time with it. That was what, what came yes. out of that show, that they're not jumping in. They're waiting in, right? So Exactly. 
me or you? Lead generation? You, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. That's when we went down to Abstract. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, the guys at Abstract, they're, they're definitely specialists in the American lighting market. That's for sure. You emphasize American because you know. Yeah. From, <laughs> but no, the, it was a good discussion. Lead generation as a whole any in any organization that uh, needs sales is an important part of it. And something that I think is often overlooked by a lot of people. So take the time to figure out the right way to get leads for your company and for your sales reps. And this is a good discussion we had. You know, not only that though, but like this is, you need lead generation because the days of selling replacement light bulbs are coming to a close or the distance between sales is increasing and you're losing customers in that distance, right? And so yeah. it's a project-based business. So you need leads. Mm-hmm. You, need to, you need a strategy to bring in new business constantly into your business. Yep. Generate them. Let's go. The ABCs of LED tubes. I talked about it in a few of these before, but I remember the first thing I ever saw on LED tubes from GE made was finally the thing that made sense to me. It talked about um, type A, type B, and type C. And that's that's what we got into here and what all that means. And that makes it a lot easier than all the marketing names that manufacturers were giving it. It finally made sense of an LED tube for me. And I still use that terminology to this day. And that's Gino. And I think a lot of other people. That was Gino from GE. Yep, GE's the one who came out with that terminology. Current powered by GE. The queen mm-hmm. of flicker, Naomi, can be none other than, none other than <laughs> Naomi Miller. That was a good discussion too. That's really where we were diving into flicker. She has a, she, she actually was running tests at the IES convention too, which was cool. Yeah, um, you sure. know, kind of determine how much flicker affects us. And, and uh, she definitely is the queen of that. So, yeah, she is. Per- appropriate title. Circadian Effective Lighting. What did we get into there? I can't remember that was that the, um, the UL. That was the UL that came out. Oh, uh, Adam Lillian. Yeah. Yeah. And they came out and said, here's what you need for vertical foot candles at certain levels. They're actually the first to define metrics for healthy lighting. I know, but also that, you know, what, what came out of that conversation that happened to me is I put some of those sun tunnels in my house because of that guy. Did you? Yeah, because remember when he said like he we were sitting there and you know when, like I have a way of when I have my mind blown, I go schizophrenic and into another personality, right? Like you've seen okay. it many times on the show. Like when we were talking mm-hmm. with Deborah, I was like, "How do you know this?" Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, I get, I get into this yeah. other weird world. When we were talking to Adam yeah. Lillian, and he said that schools that had windows and schools that didn't the classrooms with windows were performed better, but you know what was really weird and creepy? I said, what's that? He goes, the ones with sun tunnels did too. And there's just something weird about that to me. Like it's obviously hmm. you think, ah, it's got to be because you can see outside and it's a better atmosphere and you can, while, you're, while your teacher's talking and you're bored, you can look outside and see stuff that's going on. No, son. It's the sunlight that's making it happen. That's so weird to the me, sun dude. sun tunnels. That is. Powerful. Lumen Power, man. What was this one about? N- Nisa Khan. Nisa, Come on, Nisa. Yeah. Nisa. That was an intense conversation. Nisa is, is passionate, to say the least, about uh, what she believes in in terms of LED lighting and where it's going and where it should be. So if you need a real scientific discussion ever on LED lighting, Nisa is the one. If you want to have a scientific argument. <laughs> argument, not discussion. There you go. A scientific argument? <laughs> Give Nisa Khan a call. Yeah. The passion of the yawn. Yes. 
The I king. Mean, Alice started. He started the year off, and then we got him again in May because he's someone that you know you can talk to anytime, and there's always something new to learn from him. And uh, and we got more into his story, I think, on this, and kind of yeah, it was a bit of a resurrection story from. for the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how like he was, you know how he made his way back, and and that was fun. Yeah. Uh, next one, the sun is blue oh. with uh, Aurelion David. Aurelion uh, from Sora that. Mm-hmm. That was at Light Fair. I remember last year, and I remember when, when he said that. I, we had to stop and say, "Wait, the sun is blue." Got into it. He he defined it for us, and it was a real good good discussion on that. Ooh, coming up hot, solar powered lighting. I want to do the next one. Solar powered lighting. David uh, Gershaw, is that right? Do I have it right? Yeah, chief from Light Efficient Design. You know what, man? I think there's going to be growth in that that segment, and we're gonna do um. We're going to do a, a, a discussion on that at the Nailed Convention for sure. Like a real, yeah, a real no, hardcore I think it, one. That was where it started. Make, I've heard about solar lighting, you know, poles that can be solar-powered lighting, but it hasn't really started making sense to me until after that discussion we had with yep. him. So I think it's getting somewhere. Uh, the next one. Woo! Free Will and Jim Benya. The name, the title comes from the Free Will and Bob Dylan. Much like that, Jim De- Jim Benny is like the Bob Dylan of of lighting. He is the Bob Kinda Dylan does of lighting. His thing. Man. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. Bob Dylan of lighting. You know, and uh, <laughs> we have some podcasts with Jim coming out in the new year, probably the second week, and his uh, lovely wife Deborah Burnett. Um, <clears throat> we were very honored to 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 dine with them, and so that will be coming out, and you guys can all watch it. But you know, Jim's one of those guys in this business that he's. This is that'll that'll be his third time on the show. This was his second time. He's one of those guys in this business that he's kind of transcended it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be a member of anything. That's why he's the freewheeler. You know, mm-hmm. he he's just, he's Jim Benya and that's it. And that's why we love him. And he takes yeah. 10 minutes to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tall guy. <laughs> From his height, yes, he does. <laughs> Do it, <one>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's you now. Oh, non-energy saving benefits of lighting controls. Um, Michael Davidson and I can't read that other name. Jamie is it? Jamie? Yeah, Jamie Britnell. Jamie Britnell. Yeah, Simonas Wireless. Yeah, I mean, I think I think where we're at. I don't know if there is any non-energy saving benefits of lighting that are practical for the average lighting application out there. I still think it's all about no, energy. You know? Yeah, it's it's hard to define that and, and get somebody to buy because of that. But it's a it's a discussion that needs to be had in the industry because that's one of the ways you can sell it. Some people some people will look at it and say they don't care about the energy, they want the peace of mind and all that. That's kind of what we got into in this session. Randy Reed and the National You're getting all the good ones, Bureau. man. Okay, well we can we can go You're getting you all tell the me when ones. you want one. <laughs> uh NLB. I love what Randy's or we love what Randy's doing with that. He's, he's coming out with some new plans. It's a longtime organization, but he's really got a lot of plans to grow it. And we're excited to see what he's going to bring with that. From future fit, from retrofit to future fit, Brian Vaughn and Tim Miller of current by, um, by GE. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that was an interesting discussion. We were kind of standing around their booth at the show discussing it. And, you know, I hate to, I don't want to say this. I just think that we don't know. And, you know, I think that's where G has, G, these big companies like Signify G, they, there's a lot of irons in the fireman. You know, how many, how many different technologies that they demo for us, 
right? And some of them mm-hmm. are competing with each other in a way. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, and, and GE's always been good at, um, you know, figuring it all out, kind of learning everything they can before mm-hmm. they they jump fully into something and that's a lot of what we talked about here yeah too. they they, they kind of had a handle on everything and they're like this is our offering for dial light remember was, were they dial light if i got it right am i wrong here uh, uh the, uh, ge current sorry dial. yeah no they had the, their lighting control their adjustable ones they had like oh, all dane tree dane tree that's it yeah dane they had tree, all yeah. these different like they had, they had a trade show within their trade show booth they did you know, and it was like, this Good is what we're doing with this, yeah. and this is what we're doing with that. And it's like, when I'm looking back at it, I'm like, holy mackerel. I kind of felt like some of those technologies, if things emerge forward, are actually competitors with each other. Is that weird? Set? Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's that's potential, and you're right on that, for sure. Uh, the next one, Hubble training, and we had the good discussion at Light Fair again last year. <clears throat> Talked about the importance of training. Hubble is dedicated to training people the right way. They have an educational facility built for that reason. Um, we got into that, you know, not that Hubble is the only place that you can get education from, but uh, it's important for me, at least as a lighting distributor, to see a company like Hubble saying, hey, we're going to take the time to focus on educating people. And they do a good job of that. Okay. Does, do, does anybody at the Good Agrippa Lighting Podcast know how to count? 83, 85, 84? I think there was some issue with that because of uh, uh, the dates. We don't care about the number. Nobody cares about the number. dr harold haas that guy was a badass man invented li-fi um you know we don't i mean whether it's a niche product or not it's billions of dollars right it's just whether it's hundreds of billions or a billion or whatever in that industry Mm -hmm. so it was fun to talk to him about how he came up with the idea of li-fi like i mean that's pretty i love it when a scientist actually makes something there's nothing worse than scientists that don't make something like right. I just know, gets, I just, I just, I, just I just know something. Yeah. No, what are you done with your oh, knowledge, a, man? Okay, word. separating the signal from the noise. Um, so, Doctor Mate Brant Pierce of the University of Virginia. You know what's funny, man? I'll tell you this. What's that? In this industry, it's almost like there's more female experts than male. Uh, yeah. Figaro, Veach, yeah. Deborah Burnett, uh, Dr. Mate Brand Pierce. Like, there's no shortage of women intellectuals in the lighting business. I'll tell you that. Scientists in that. There's a lot of them. Jessica um, Collier. Collier. Jessica Collier. There's a lot of women scientists in lighting, man. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. As we look through the portfolio of what we've done in the year, that's yeah. that, that's a safe assessment. For yeah, sure. yeah. So yeah, she was talking about the nuts and bolts of life, um, LiFi. Mm-hmm. Next Eight. one was the lighting authority with Alex Baker from the IES. Uh, yeah. That was our first discussion we had with him, and a good topic. I mean, IES is someone you know we've learned over this last year that they are the true authority of the lighting industry. Yeah. We need to respect what they come up with. They take the time to dive into it. So you know what I think? I think point. that they 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 had a crisis. This is I, I might get in trouble mm-hmm. for this. Where there are buds, they had a crisis. They hired a new executive director, and Tim put together a team to reassert the IES's authority. And they went about it in a manner that was strategic. They executed it because oftentimes you hear people talking about a five year plan or they're talking about a a plan. They actually put a plan in place and executed it, and now they're back 
100%. Like Tom Butters, mm-hmm. they're coming out with consistent, good educational products. They're making moves. I mean, the IES is the lighting authority, man, for sure. Yep. That's been proven over this last year for up by us. For sure. This was Both an the honor. Discussions we had. Yeah, this was an honor. Next one. The Infinite yeah. Journey of Homo Destructus. There was about a million titles that come, could have come out of that show. Yeah. I mean, that was also released on my life show as well. Simply because Dr. Pasig was such a an interesting, wonderful guest. And we had such a, an, a winding conversation about the future. And I think he's wrong. I don't even think they know. I think, first of all, artificial intelligence isn't the right word. It's electric intelligence. And mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to run at DC voltage. Huh? But also, I think, you know, uh, I don't think they even know what the human brain is. I don't even think they know what intelligence is. And I don't even think they know what consciousness is. And so we shall see. But I'll make a bet on that one, Greg. Yeah, no, I thought it was a, I mean, that was a discussion led mostly by you because it's something I don't know a lot about. But they got into the futuristic world and where that's headed. And I thought it was interesting, to say the least. Check that one out. The next one, Selling Energy with Mark Jewell. Now, he came to our Nailed Convention, and he talked about what he's doing, and he's got a, a great program in place and someone I uh, respect as a lighting salesperson. You know, you look up to him, and you say, okay, this is how you can sell energy, and this is different ways to do it. It's not all about only paybacks and things. He was getting into uh, everything that goes along with it, and he, the thing I got out of it, he said, you use the word save too, way too much in the lighting industry and consider using the word waste. Yeah, and uh, you know, helped. and Mark's on tour right now, and so he's going around. Yeah, and so you can catch up with him um, at different shows. He might be at the get. A, he might be at the Nailed Convention this year. You know, Steve Robinson, he's one of those guys, man. Been in lighting forever. Learned so much from him. It's always great to have another Nailed member on those. Those podcasts get kind of nailed dorky because mm-hmm. it just gets all light bulbed up. But I mean, Steve's uh, Steve's one of those guys I looked up to in the business. Uh, when I first started in it back in 2005. so Same here. Somebody I've always looked up to at Nailed and talked to anytime I can because he has a lot of knowledge and um, has helped us you know, grow for sure. The next one is supplements versus medication. And that was Uta Bessinger, Bessinger from DLC. And that discussion basically said that uh, the health effects of lighting are not necessarily prescribed as medication, but they're more like a supplement that can mm-hmm. help you. And I thought that was a great way to put it. You know, I, I again another another female scientist, Uta, lovely. Yeah, there's no yeah. shortage here, bud, uh, in the lighting <laughs> business. Yeah, man. Yep. And you know, you know, it's interesting because I take supplements every day, and your body needs things, and one of the things it needs is light. And I think we're we're starting to figure that out. Greg nailed meets Namco. I mean, that was one of those sessions, number ninety two, where, you know. Often people have thought that, and there's another podcast where we discuss this later on in the year, but often people thought that Nailed and Nalmco are, are competitors, but Nalmco members are the customers of Nailed members. They are. They go hand in hand, and I think yeah. that discussion really highlighted that, is that we're a distributor, you guys are the contractor, we all need to work together to get this thing done. For sure. Mm-hmm. The next one was Entrepreneurial Spirit, and that was also recorded at our Nailed Convention with Steve Eppner. A good discussion, not really lighting-focused, just more on the entrepreneurship and where, you're, where you can head to and what kind of vision you need to have if you're going to get in that world. I thought it was a good discussion. 
just because it's feasible doesn't mean it's desirable with Peter Brown. Good conversation. Um, you know, Peter Brown is one of those guys that's just been in the lighting business forever. And not a nailed member, but just kind of similar in that realm of, you know, lighting people talking to each other. <clears throat> yeah, no, I thought it was a great discussion we had with him too. And um, uh, something we talked about just the lighting industry and the expectations we can have. And a lot of what's happening has, can be predicted. Mm-hmm with the lighting industry. So good discussion there. The gentleman scholar speaks of emergency lighting. <laughs> this podcast will be sponsored by the gentleman scholars company, uh, energy focus and emergency lighting. But, um, someone I look up to and respect as a, as a, you know, real scholar in the industry. That's right there. The he gentleman really, scholar. Yeah. He really is. He really is scholarly. You know, he brings us, yes. he works in, um, he works in a, uh, in a business but he doesn't have the air of a peddler or anything like sometimes I'm not going to say that's the wrong word, but we're kind yeah, of peddlers. We're kind of peddlers. Yeah. We got yeah. something to sell you. Like if you're talking right. to me, I'm thinking about getting you to write an order for you, son. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he has yep. none of that about him. You know, it's always, no. there's something about him that's looking at the business and truly wanting to make great products. And I think energy focus has positioned themselves that way. And you know, um, they're, they're, they're the flicker issue, you know, the safety issues. I mean, and so Dr. Davenport, you know, always welcome on the show every time, anytime, man. Always. The next one was the lead condescent. That was an interesting discussion. We no, had we missed on... the IES recap, buddy. We missed the IES re- recap. Come on, Let's man. Let's go that's backwards. Why, that's, why, that's why there's, bo- that's why there's, there's two people on this show. Um, yeah. you know, the IES recap. I was a hardcore one. Uh, it was fun. Um, you know, we released, that was the first time we were live streaming and it was just like, oh my God, we have to start five podcasts because there's so much great content. But you know what? We just put it up on YouTube and tons of people watched it, dude. Just like different yeah, parts. No. Of- and th- th- that's one of the best conventions we've ever been to in lighting in terms of lighting dork and getting into it and learning things. They have experience rooms and everything that we talk about in there. We have podcasts with the people that did it. We have, Louisville Sluggers, because we were right down the street from that. And one of the reasons um, why you liked it was because it was a conference and not a convention, Greg. And there's a difference between there those you go. things. That's right. That's what we did, a conference. Now we're back to the lead condescent. And that was an interesting discussion, to say the least. Again, we found out that incandescents are actually good for you or can be might, good for you from a health be. standpoint. You know what? Might I think be. It, it goes back to, like, uh, you know, I, what I, what I, I respect what Zimmerman was saying. And I think... What he's pointing to, maybe he, he, he doesn't have that argument completely right. Um, it's not totally honed. He's not a scientist. But I think what, what, what's happening is it goes back to my theory of fire. There's something about fire that calms humans, that makes you feel safe and warm. And there's something in incandescent and halogen that does that as well. And I don't think we know what it is. You Could know, be the warmth. You know, the fact that it's hot, I don't know, but something to it. You know, there's something that the light combined with heat, the waves are hitting you at the same yeah. rate. I don't, and the mm-hmm. color temperature's low, you know, especially when you dim that incandescent light. There's some of, some of the waves are heat and some of the waves we can't see. And it's like a mixture. It's like a good cocktail. You don't always know what's in mix. it, man. It's a hot mix. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly what it is, man. And so meshy Bluetooth's coming in hot. Look, I think Silvera is set to take over the world, bro. 
Yeah, we've heard about them from a lot of people we discussed with after this podcast was recorded. Uh, they are definitely coming in hot to the lighting industry with their Bluetooth network Ooh. of lighting. Yep. And room for another switch. This was oral. This was a product kind of focused on something that's a little different. You're grunting. Yeah. I, you know what? I think Colin's, like, I like Colin, but I think he's a little bit lucky that he was pre-100. Because we, we, we made an announcement after Podcast 100 that, you know, you're going to be in trouble on the lighting podcast if you... If you're going to try to, you know, um, and, you know, we talked about it, but it's like, I think that those kind of guys, um, you know, this, this industry doesn't need disruption, man. We're good. No, it's had enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Quit disrupting. For a minute. Um, Scrub round table. Should old acquaintance be forgot? Yeah. I mean, it just was a bunch of lighting guys sitting around drinking a couple beers and, and having a laugh and talking light bulbs, which is always great for us, man. That's what we love to do. You got to have the scrub round table from time every, to time. Every, every 50 episodes. Yep. There you go. Coming up again. We got to get one planned. Uh, the 101. That's where we took the new turn. <laughs> Dismantling the Great Wall of China. We got an email from uh, Joe Columber, several emails saying, he had something different to offer to the industry, and I think we found out that he really didn't. No offense to him personally. It's just that you know we have to break it down and really get a grip on what's going on. Yeah, you know, sometimes you can come out and you can say, you know, you you know, you think that. Hey, listen, this is an old industry; it's established, and there's people with deep, deep roots in it. And we've been considering the problems of this industry for a long time. And you want to roll in hot. I think you need to be respectful. And that's how we started this podcast, especially with the first 100 episodes. We, we were extremely respectful to the Bill Browns, the Randy Reeds, the people that had deep roots in this game. And we didn't try to uh, come out and insult them and say anything bad about them or anything. We turned to them for their guidance and wisdom. And we learned from that and we benefited from that. And so if you're listening to this and you want to come out hot and try to tell everybody what to do, and then, especially on this show, you're going to get smashed. And, um, and that, I think that goes for life and in lighting. You know, you have to be respectful to people. And, uh, so, and that's, that's how we approached it, how we continue to approach it. And so, you know, and then we roll right into someone that I have a lot of respect for. Mm-hmm. And that's Alan Karen over at Psycho, Old Souls Through New Seams. And we had a great talk with Alan. Like, you couldn't actually have two opposites. You know, you talked about deep roots. That caused some of the deepest in the game, man. You know, and, 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 you know, talking about a guy like Alan Karen, great guy, super smart, good looking too. And, um, (laughs) you know, super humble, man. I mean, Alan Karen could be running his own show without us. You know what I mean? And so, you know, like, I mean, I just, actually, I just looking at it right now at the body of work here and, you couldn't have two more two more different guys. Super humble. Always love Sacco. Always welcome, man. So thanks to Alan Karen. The next one, the succession of Louisville of the Louisville Sluggers. That's um Greg and Jeffrey Nufusi. Uh we went and met with those guys, father son team as a distributor, longtime nailed member. A great discussion we had on succession and also helped with our nailed magazine, kind of the feature article on that. Yeah, great, great guy. I love Greg and and Jeff and Oh, again, sitting around with nail guys talking, that's what the nail is about, man. And if you think mm-hmm. that you're wondering what the benefits of being in nailed are, man, if you could have 10 or 15 minutes to talk to Greg Nafus about what he knows about lighting, 
Come on, man. Yeah. Kill that post-lunch dip, Stan Willerchuk. Come on. Holy mackerel. You know, I mean, the human-centric lighting thing, I think we've gone beyond the word human-centric lighting. And so he's the president of the Human-Centric Lighting Society. I, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I think that this industry is going beyond that. We're going into another place. I think Uta said it best earlier where it's a supplement. But you know what? Stan is a super knowledgeable guy, Greg. Oh, he is. And we had him on for a second show. Exactly. Not like we had him on for two that. shows. Yeah. Yeah. Because he challenged us. He really made us think about things and from the health perspectives and, and a way of approaching lighting, as a lighting professional approaching customers as a consultant to these things, which is an interesting thing. So, yeah, Stan's always welcome. And he's one of those experts, um, you know, and it is what it is. I mean, killing that post-lunch dip with some lighting, wouldn't that be wonderful? That's always good. It's a two-stop requirement. Another discussion we had with Nelmco this time at their convention. Last time was at the Nailed Convention. But just hit on it again. We talked with two of the, their board members and had a great discussion on on lighting. It wasn't all about, you know, it was about contractors and distributors to some degree. But we're all dealing with the same thing at the end of the day, and we need to work together. And not only that, though, but you're talking about, you know, I think Scott Mendelson said he's the third generation in the business. Yeah. Right? And Bill... I mean, Bill's an old soul in this game too. For sure. And when the way he mm-hmm. spoke about it, you knew that you knew that this guy's just been in the game forever. And so, yeah, I mean, it, you know, we called it it's a two stop requirement simply because we're talking. It's kind of a little bit of a play on words there. You know, it's between uh, nailed and Namco, and depends on where you belong, man. If you got wet light bulbs in a warehouse and you're selling them on the counter and order desk and all that, then you're a nailed member. And if you if you're a contractor and you're out there doing contracting stuff, then maybe you should join Namco. Well, or maybe you need to be part of both. Exactly. Well, a lot of companies do. Intersection of reality and perception, Jessica Collier, another lady, another female scientist yep. in the business. I mean, hey, I don't think we got a problem in this game, bro. No, no glass ceiling here. Yeah. Get that terminology cleared up because we came back from that IES color room and we were like, uh, TM, what? 21, 20. Uh. She's trying to define what good quality lighting is with terminology that we can all understand. So it has a big job to tackle, but good discussion. Uh, that's called merchandising with Mark Marmer. He's a guy from your market um, and talked about uh, the difference. And he's not always in, into lighting as much, but uh, just how you can package your, your company and your service and really show the value you have. Talked about electrical cars and chart uh, plugins and things like that. Yeah, it's just every now and then we take a look outside lighting, and that's what we did with Mark Marmer, and he's a great guy and a customer of mine, actually. He's a customer of Atlas Lighting. Neil, Ma- Dr. Neil Matson, PhD, is dope, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> the dope scientist, Dr. Matson. I hope he wasn't upset about that. Listen, Dr. Matson, we try to make the titles interesting, and we thought you were super cool and awesome, and that's why we called it the Dope Scientist. And we took a little risk there. We've done that a couple times. We've done that a couple yeah. times. Risky wasn't titles. all about marijuana. Right. No. <laughs> but a good discussion at the Horticon conference that we had with him. For sure. Uh, the next one. This is a Michael special here, Tinkering with the End of Days. He goes wild in this one. You can listen to that. <laughs> it's a good one for sure. Uh, talking about clean energy and all the importance of that. And, uh, I like that one. I think others yeah. will as well. <clears throat> you know, it's funny about um, the end of days. The reason why I call that, it's not because, Greg, it's not because I'm a climate change denier that's not what it's about what i'm doing is i'm challenging the scientific community to call it what it is 
If you're that committed to telling people that it's all over, it's all done, if we don't do this, then call it the end of days. Call it what it is. Yeah. Or get out of here, man. Because, uh, you know, sit. Uh, you know, I, I can't wait to bring him on. I'm going to crank him into place and say, look, is it the end of days or not? Call it if it is. Don't go around saying, yeah. well, it might be, and well, I'm not sure, but you know, everyone has to change everything, and you have to change your lifestyle, and you have to spend all your tax dollars, and oh, no, 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 what? But it might not be the end of days. <laughs> that's that's what, what the discussion was about. Check it out. Well, he's not a scientist, but you know, he's trying to, I don't like when people try to use climate change, like get snuggle up close to climate change to try to sell you something. I'm talking about the end of days, right. boy. Be careful. <laughs> Are we talking about that or not? Right? There you go. Don't get to use it. White light opportunity. That was fun with Brian Stern and Webb Lawrence of LED Supply Co. in Denver. Newly minted nail members. What a different way to look at the lighting industry, too, is, is they come in and they say, we saw the white light opportunity in 2009. It's like, white light opportunity? Never thought of it that way, but it's interesting. And they, they yeah. dove into it, focused solely on LED, and then they've really grown a good business out of it. And you know what? And the next one, yeah. You go ahead, Greg. Uh, the next one is uh, the lighting wizard, Stan. We had him back on. He came back on, talked down about control specifically. Last time was about human-centric lighting and healthy lighting and all that. This one was more focused on controls. Another what good do you discussion name on it? other things. What do you want to name it? The lighting it? wizard. The lighting wizard. The lighting wizard yeah. speaks of controls. So now you're going to see the creative side of this show, folks, because we name <laughs> no. each show. It actually takes us a long time to name each show, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's three days struggles, man. Yeah, three day I mean, struggles. you guys, what, you got you peeps out there listening to this. We battle over the names of these shows like you wouldn't believe. So we got Omega Pacific. I think we got to call Omega Pacific uh, something like "Get a Grip on Lighting Gets Californication" or something like that, because okay. uh, you know it's like the, it was like a Californication tour out there, uh, learning about California and how much California is different than every other jurisdiction. So I think maybe we're just going to call it Californication. Hmm? You 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 brought up the idea of the Republic of California a number of times. Yeah. Something about Republic, Californication. We'll get it. We'll get it by the time you guys hear this. So yeah. Ready. Something like that. All right. And this is And this is a year in review. <laughs> this is where we're at now. All right, now. But, <laughs> that's what uh so we're pre recording when this is gonna be launched because that only makes sense. Uh the next one we did that will be after the year in review. Do we get into that? City lights. Yep. So okay. we, we might as well just say it right now. So City Lights was an interesting one. They were the first ones we did on the Californication tour, the Republic of California. And, uh, you know, that great, the great state of California, actually. And that was a good show, too. You know, they're in, right in downtown San Fran, I think. Yeah, they are. And they had a showroom, which is a, a little different than a lot of other lighting distributors out there. So good discussion and how like guys. And how, like, their light bulb showroom is creeping smaller and smaller in size and how yeah. their... Um, and how their uh, and how their um, the, uh, the the showroom for lighting purpose built lighting fixtures is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Sometimes you need to see it to really be able to know what you're getting. And the last one of the year is going to be or is, is with Juan Carlos um, that we recorded. Juan Carlos Becker, that Blacker, his last name? Blacker, Blacker, that we recorded at the Horticon. It was our first discussion we had, um, and someone who's going to be doing some more work with the show as well. Yeah, so he's got a new podcast coming out that we're that's going to be part of our network, and it's going to be called Get a Grip on Rebates. But the funny part of Get a Grip on Rebates, 
So Juan Carlos Blacker, who's talking about uh, incentives and rebates and the and the whole horticultural lighting industry, um, he's going to host a show. That's real. The real name of it's going to be the Joe Pater Experience, because Joe Pater's going to take us on a wild bus ride on the Get a Grip on Rebate show. <laughs> so Juan Carlos is going to host that show, and Joe Pater is going to be that show. And I really wanted to call it the Joe Pater Experience, but we can't. We're going to call it the Get a Grip. Get a grip on rebates. He's going to be the host of that show, and those shows are going to come out in 2020, folks. So that is the review. Anything else, Greggy? Year in review, 2019. That's it for now. Think about it, folks. If next year is going to be the year of the monkey off our backs, this has been the year in review on the Get a Grip on Lighting podcast. Greg likes, what did you like? You liked uh, the final countdown. <laughs> Yeah, the final countdown. It might be the we'll final countdown. Is. And 2021 will be the year of the monkey off our backs. But that's it, folks. As always, Greg and Michael here. Thank you for listening. We appreciate the listeners, which we would be nothing without you guys. It's it's humbling. Truly, it is for both of us. And, and going around and talking about light bulbs and lighting and lighting industry. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Energyfocus.com. That's E N E R G Y F O C U S.com. That's energyfocus.com. The technology leader in T LEDs, Greg? Yeah. Well, in terms of this red cap that they have, that's the best thing on the market for emergency lighting. A lot of times you run into that in an LED or, a, sorry, a fluorescent troffer where they currently have emergency lighting and a red button in it, something like that. You can cut this thing out, you can put this tube in. It doesn't require the emergency ballast anymore. It's all built into the tube itself. It has a charger, discharger, indicator light, and allows it to illuminate 11 watts for the electrical code required time of 90 minutes, all built into that tube. I think, but you didn't answer my question. The leading company for T-LED technology. Sorry. Yes, because of the number one is they, they tackled this issue. This might be number two. Number one is they tackled the flicker-free issue, and they've led with that the whole time. Yeah. They've been leaders in that, and we've had a lot of good discussions on this podcast about that, and a lot of it comes from these guys. So go to energyfocus.com, man. If you if you need the, the highest quality, um, the best um, in terms of uh, T-LED LED tubes, go to energyfocus.com. That's E-N-E-R-G-Y-F-O-C-U-S.com. I'm going to get better at that. I'm going to get better, I promise. I promise Energy Focus, I'm going to blast it out there. I'm going to get fast. So energyfocus.com, of course, the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors. We're hanging out in Biloxi, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. April 19th to 20, 22nd in Biloxi, Mississippi. And, of course, Greg, year in review. It was fun. I don't think we need to talk about it anymore. Been on the phone with you. For Be ready for 2020. Been in the studio for two hours. And then, of course, you, the listener out there, thank you for listening. Always. And oh, we're super grateful. This has been such a wild ride. Thanks for listening. Written on the rectory wall, there's a sign there for all. You are lost, Lord is there to find you.